welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast, where we look at behind the scenes of why and how leaders are making an impact and how you can too. I'm Shay Wheat, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ease Productions and the host of Creating Powerful Impact podcast. We support six, seven, and eight-figure speakers, coaches, and expert thought leaders in creating powerful and profitable live and virtual live events. Our clients have made over $25 million in revenue, gained over 3,700 new clients, and changed the lives of over 29,000 attendees with events as few as 50 people and over 4,000 in attendance. So stick around to the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be a next guest in just 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another amazing episode of Create Powerful Impact. I'm super excited to bring our next guest on board today because for the past 20 plus years, Fabienne Fredrickson has powerfully mentored thousands of women business owners to grow, then scale their businesses, earning them tens of millions collectively each year with increasing their time to enjoy the lives they love. Her leveraged business methodology is based on nearly 15 years of experience in generating multiple seven figures annually, get this, with three children at home, while taking 14 weeks off of unplugged vacations each each year. You guys, this is proven to work. And I'm super excited to bring her with you today because we're going to touch a little bit on the path to a million a year and the steps that it takes to scale your business, as well as the structure of your nature, which is really her innovative approach for that high idea generating women to use to stop self-doubt and procrastination for good. So please welcome to the stage, Fabian. How are you, my dear? I'm happy to be with you. I'm super excited you're here too. There's so many things that we get to dive into today. I know we only have like a short amount of time, so we'll have to like give so much value. And I know there's also a way that they can continue to learn the work with you. And I'm very excited about that. So y'all wait till the end because we have a really special gift for you. But before we get started, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, if there's anything else high level about what it is that you do, but then let's really dive into how you are creating impact in the world and why is it that you do what you do? Yeah, basically it's, it's a, it's a whole process to help you get from five figures to six and that's sales and marketing. And once you're at six figures. Uh, it's a whole different ball game to get to multiple six and seven figures. It's you actually a- have to stop doing what you did to get to six figures and get to seven figures. And this is what I teach in the Bold Heart Business Program. The why I do it, I'll tell you this, Shay. I have worked, like I said, like you said, with tens of thousands of women. And I used to do events, three day events, and yeah. I've done. Uh, like 23 three-day events, hundreds of women in the room, when they would come up to the mic, uh, they, all I kept hearing was, if this woman just made more money, Mm. she would have financial security, she would have a voice 
in her life. She would have choice in her life. And of course, she'd have impact, which is what you you teach through events. Mm -hmm. And once I got the big why, there isn't a single woman in the world who could not use financial security. And we could go down that rabbit hole. But the fastest way to do this that I know of is successful entrepreneurship, especially when she can have her business turn into her ATM by going from multiple six to seven figures. And this is what I teach. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. I, I love the topic. So true. I mean, what got you from, you know, five figures to six figures and then six figures to seven, it's like a totally different mountain, so to speak. Like you have to switch so many different things in your brain and how you're engaging with team. And so tell us a little bit about, you know, what is the path to a million a year? Well, this is when uh, I got to seven figures, a million in my business in 2008. Now, remember, 2008 was the year when like the financial Everything market crashed. fell down. Right? <laughs> and in nine months, October, I forget the exact date, but it was like October something, 20, 2008. And I reached the million dollar mark. And I said to my husband, oh, my God, I think I actually did it. And other women started saying, did you really? Like, how did you do it? And I reverse engineered it into eight steps. Okay, okay. I've got my pen and paper handy. All right. And they're they're all in my book. And this, I'm I'm gonna give the book away for free. We'll talk about it later. Um, uh, The the first, and you know, Shay, I just wanna say that at first, the first few are not gonna sound like rocket science. Okay. It's, okay, but there it's kind of like there are certain ingredients to a recipe that need to be there. The problem is most women are not implementing them because they're not dealing with the mindset. A lot of the things that are being taught to women are coming from a highly masculine perspective. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not going to hire that way. We're not going to close the sale that way. We're not going to sell from the stage that way. We are not going to create systems that way or whatever it is mm-hmm. our team that way. So I preface all this by saying, this is the feminine approach to making a million a year, where mm-hmm. you don't have to put on the masculine mask. You don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. You mm-hmm. can be your most authentic self and still crush it. Yeah, it's, it's fat, like, I love this approach and that you're actually sharing it with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of women, because I see this with a lot of my clients is some will have the masculine approach and some will have the feminine approach. And it is fascinating to see the differences between the two and how, when they actually step into that feminine approach to it, like miracles are happening all over the place. Miracles are happening. And I'd like to address this very quickly and then I'll, I'll cover the steps. Here's what happens, Shay, is that because women in business has not really been a thing for more than like 20, 30 years. Right. If you want to go back as far as 50 years, okay, maybe, but I don't even, you know. Right. And so the only examples that we've had are the guys. And listen, I love the guys. I've Absolutely. been in all the masterminds with all the people. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I had to, I had to translate everything. And then one day I just started seeing so many of our clients come to it and they're like, Fabienne, I know I'm making like 
250 or I'm making 125, but I'm actually not sure I want to be in business. If mm -hmm. growing means mm -hmm. that I have to deplete my adrenals, like if it yes. means I have to like be a, like a guy and work too many hours, evenings, weekends, and say one more email and mommy will be right there one more time, I think I'm going to crumble. Mm -hmm. I'm underpaying myself. I, and I talk about this in the introduction to, to the book. And women read the introduction of the book and their eyes well up in tears. Mm -hmm. It's because these things are never talked about by our, our lovely, wonderful male colleagues and companions. So this is a different approach yeah. for women. We're going to start with team. The first step of getting to a million in your business is to leverage a team. And I know we've all heard it before and you could be like, yeah, I know this, but I will tell you the, the subtleties that, that women experience and they wish they didn't. So here's the thing. Most of us are conditioned to do everything ourselves. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Just a bit. Yeah, to put ourselves at the bottom of the priority list to say, no, 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 no. You know what, I'll do it. Or, we will settle for somebody we can we think we can afford mm -hmm. somebody who can do two jobs we think can do two jobs for the price of one mm -hmm. we uh do drive-by delegating and we realize that we have a team that's kind of that requires helicopter parenting mm -hmm. we can't fully let go and so we're doing everything ourselves wondering why we've become the bottleneck in the company Yes, because we can't fully trust, we don't fully delegate. And even if we have a bunch of virtual assistants or even full time employees, um, there is this I'm, I'm staying stuck in my business. So some of the principles of having a leveraged business is one to realize that the team that got you here mm. will not get you to seven figures. Yeah, I, that's a huge red or downer right there. Keep going. The team that got you here, that's, you know, just, it's not world-class. If you had a world-class team, you would be at seven figures already. Yeah. And so what the, everything that I talk about in the leveraged business is about coming at it from mindset first. Why are we settling for less than absolutely everything with our team? Why are we not hiring world-class? Do we think it's actually going to be expensive? You don't have to hire expensive. You can hire perfectly acceptably uh, affordable people who will do what you say, how you say it. It just, you just need to hire them in a new way. Use assessments for your hiring. It's really not so much about skill set and experience, although those are important. It's mm -hmm. the wiring and the culture fit that is massively important. Yeah. We need to learn how to delegate more, let go of the white knuckling and the control enthusiasm and allow ourselves to be helped on, on a bigger scale. And here's what happens, Shay. You know this already because you're, you have a successful business, but the way to take it to the next level is to work less. Yes, that's the thing that's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. In your brain, you work less and you get paid more? How in the world yeah, does that, and we'll get to that with We'll get to that with step four. But here's the thing. When you are the bottleneck in your company, touching everything and approving everything, 
your your list is very long and you end up working on evenings and weekends and you can't take a vacation. Yeah. When you hire a world-class team and you learned how to delegate properly and you've hired people you trust, you can actually let go of the white knuckling and these people can start taking a whole bunch of things off your plate. You find yourself with a few more hours a day because they're handling stuff that you used to micromanage on your own and say, I can do it. At the same time, they pay for themselves because you start giving them things that will make money for the business. At the same time, I'm trying to speak quickly to get cover as much as I yeah. can. And again, it's all in the book. At the same time, you don't take those three or four hours that you've saved every day to just sit in the hammock and sip pina coladas. You're going to start working on exponential growth activities. We'll get there in a second. Just with the team alone, when you see yourself as being worthy of world class, not the person you know I can get to fill in as quickly as possible, something changes within you. Mm-hmm. You hire the team. They're perfectly wired for the job. They're here to implement your, your ideas because you're a high idea generator with a million ideas. They're here to finish what you start. They're also here to create systems. Mm. The second part of the leveraged business process is to leverage your systems. Now, listen, for most of us, we run in the other direction, you know, when we hear systems. Maybe not you as an event. I don't. I love systems. Can I please have a system? (laughs) Right. Right. You go to my coaches and like, give me the system. Right, right. And this is probably why this is good, like following a system like this. But most people, as you probably know, they don't like to be restricted by systems. Everything's been fly by the seat of my pants, this and all hands on deck that. But that is not scalable. A person is not scalable. A process is. Mm -hmm. A process, a system brings consistency consistency can be scaled and when the the problem with you know it's like when you have no team you're trying to grow your business in between client appointments not going to happen when you don't have systems you're trying to create consistency to grow the business not going to happen and so the the mindset shift that needs to happen in this situation is to see yourself as the leader of a process driven company. Mm. It's no longer the Fabian show or the Shea show or the Jane and Paul and whatever. It is a process driven company. And when you can approach it as a thing outside of yourself, you realize that everything that happens more than once in your business needs a system around it. And let's revert back to if you're the bottleneck in your company, it's because you are involved in something that doesn't yet have a system. Let me say that a different way. Any area of your business that you're still micromanaging is simply an area of the business that does not have a documented system around it. Mm -hmm. Now, when you can start seeing things like that and fixing them with the right approach to creating systems, everything changes. There is consistency, there is Things can be duplicated, delegated, automated. And this is when you start to get results without you being in the day-to-day operations of your business. Now let's backtrack for a second. You leveraged a team. 
You've got the right people, world-class people you can trust. They finish things that you start. They are wired usually differently than the business owner. Now, that team creates the systems. Mm. They document the systems for you. You're not supposed to be documenting systems. In fact, people listening to this now are like, are you kidding me? I'm not documenting right, systems. Because they're all visionary, right? You were saying the visionary idea type person, their brain doesn't normally think in systems. Mine's a little bit different, right? Because that's yeah. the world I live in. But they don't think that way. So their team is actually documenting. Exactly. So the okay. team documents, we have a whole process as to how the team documents so that it's easy. The team documents, but then they run the systems. So we've got the right people documenting and then running the systems. This further allows you to remove yourself from the day-to-day -day bottleneck operations of your business. All the things that you should not actually ever be doing that you've been doing for years just because nobody else was there to do that. Mm -hmm. So now or you didn't feel comfortable trusting them to do it. Right. And that's the number one reason the white knuckling happens because we hire improperly, we train improperly, yeah. and there are not enough systems and processes for you to feel like you could actually let go and go work on epic things. Okay. So the team gives you back your time. The systems give you back your time. Now we're moving on to step three, which is leverage your time. Mm. Now people are like, oh yeah, okay, you're going to talk to me about time management, Fabian. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about strategically using your time. Here's what happens, Jay. If you look at, let's say just for fun, round number, you have a 10-hour day that you're working most every day. If you understand the Pareto principle, which is the 80-20 rule, you understand then that 80% of the activities that you're working on every day are creating 20% of your revenues. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Eight hours of my day are oh, only- Oh, that's painful when you think of it like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Conversely, two hours of your day, 20%. Of your hours, your time, your activities are crushing it, producing 80% of results. But we, especially as women, are so busy saying yes to everything, yes to everybody. Oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And so we are diluting our resources, our time, our energy, and extending our work hours way beyond what they should be. Yeah. So the way you leverage your time is to actually get clear, and we have a whole process for this in our program, get super clear on what those 20% activities are and either eliminate, delegate, or automate the 80% stuff that only pro produces 20% of results. Now think about this. What, one of the things I shared in the beginning is you can get to seven figures or multiple seven figures. I've been at multiple seven figures for 15 years with three kids at home. And mm -hmm. I take more vacation than anybody in our industry. And it's because I'm focusing on the 20% of activities that produce and move the needle by 80%. Mm -hmm. That is a game changer. So once you realize what those activities are, you start moving in that direction with all your time. And you start focusing on what we call EGAs, exponential growth activities. 
Mm-hmm. Not necessarily money generating activities. Money generating activities mm-hmm. are that quick fix that we're used to. It's not the thing that will give you a quantum leap. The exponential growth activities are the things that have a longer tail. Uh, they're not immediate gratification, but they are the things that will set you up to really grow uh, dramatically. Most people, when when we work with them, and I'm sure you, when you work with people, you take them uh, to, to, to new levels, we experience usually a 40 to 45% increase in their revenues in just one year and 100% increase in two years. And so when you're looking at this, you're thinking, okay, exponential growth activities. If I could just use back the eight, the six hours that I got back each day, and I stopped working on just more of the same, but I started thinking really strategically about how I use my time, mm-hmm. that is how you double. And so when people are making an extra, you know, 500,000 a year, that's because they've leveraged your, their time. And as women, I have to say, there's another layer that mm-hmm. we have to address, which is the people pleasing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We have been conditioned in our society to people please, to not be able to say no, because then we're seen as the B word or just not nice. And there is a way that you can say no, especially as a woman in business, and still be nice and still be elegant. And once you take back your time from the people that you have allowed to hijack it, it also allows you to have even more time to grow the business, but also much more time to play with your fur babies or your real babies or, you know, vacation or just not have to work. Mm-hmm. And with all of this, the time and the team and the systems and the leveraging, you're thus then creating even more impact in the world because you've created now a system and it, like a, a business, really, honestly, that mm-hmm. is going out in order to support more people. And I, I have a feeling the majority of women in business and just people in business go into business because they want to help more people. Yeah, they want two things, actually. They want freedom. Yeah. And there's two parts of freedom. There's freedom from and freedom to. Mm-hmm. And then they want impact. I've never met a woman that said, I want four Lamborghinis in my <laughs> joke. Like, you know, all the all our lovely guys who are like, and look at my Lamborghini and my Ferrari. Women don't care about that. <laughs> they want financial security. They want freedom. They want impact. Mm-hmm. And they want to be with the people they love. Mm-hmm. creating that's experiences that's it every time yeah. so you you touched you were right on 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 point here you have the team they're running the systems everything is process driven you've gotten back your time you're focused on exponential growth activities which means you can uh, really show up in a business in the business in a way that you've never shown up before that's when you leverage your business model mm-hmm Yes. That's when using your intellectual property, you move from one-to-one hours for dollars. Let me hold the client's hand. No one will do it like me. They won't get results like me. They won't pay if I'm not there. Yeah. There's a lot of mindset shift. I actually teach this, this 
uh, activator next month over a two day period. It's, it's um, uh, very immersive. Uh, you start removing yourself from being the doer of everything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to with the right process, business model, um, breaking the mold of what's done in your industry, you can actually have your clients get better results without you being the one holding their hand. And it takes a lot, it removes a lot of, we, ha we first have to remove the limiting beliefs, the identity, we have to remove the fears of them not wanting to pay you. And what starts to happen, Shay, is that after a while, and we usually do this as a hybrid first, and within about a year, mm -hmm. you, it's all set up and, and it allows you to work with so many more clients, so many more customers, because you're not involved in all of the reason why the clients get results. Mm -hmm. When you shift your business model, and, and by the way, there are hundreds, if not thousands of different permutations of what your business could look like with the client getting even better results than you holding their hand and you not being part of it. And everybody, this is why you, you know, you need coaching around what that would look like. Right. But once you have that, you're actually doubling, tripling, quadrupling, or more the number of clients you, you can work with while reducing your hours and of course making more money right. so now you've got the and the team is fulfilling fulfilling and every there are systems that are being used and you're using your time strategically using your unique brilliance to show up for the clients and the customers in the way that is the best use of your time and intellect mm -hmm. you've shifted your business model now we need to fill that business model. And this is where you leverage your marketing. The marketing that brought you here, just like the team that brought you here, the systems that brought you here, right? The way you yes. used your time that brought you here, your marketing that brought you here is not going to get you to multiple seven figures. Yeah. Your life back. So now we're going for leveraging your marketing. What does that look like? Omnipresent marketing. Hmm. What is omnipresent marketing because when I say to people okay now we've set up your business model it is time to get double the number of clients five times the number of clients they're like uh hi what yeah what, what? How? <laughs> how do I forget forget like okay I've changed my business model but how do I get five times the qualified leads yeah uh, I don't have I don't have that much energy I just don't have time I say it's not about doing the same kind of marketing you used to do before in person you know one-to-one this is about omnipresent marketing. Omnipresent marketing is not you being everywhere. Mm -hmm. it's the appearance of you being everywhere. Got it. It is about understanding who your ideal client is, what they struggle with. This is basic client attraction, right? Yep. Who it is, what they struggle with, what their aspirations are, and then creating a content marketing matrix, a marketing message, a whole system that can then be delegated. Your team can be automated, can be set evergreen so that everything you create is set it and forget it, right? Mm -hmm. So now over the course of 
a year to two years, you're creating all these things, right? Including a book, including an assessment, video series, all these things that you can do, podcasts, right? But even more so funnels and all of that, where you create it once and it works to bring in qualified leads for years. Mm -hmm. That's that also that long tail you were talking about earlier too. Long tail. Right. Instead of like, oh, let me just talk to this one person or go do this, you know, thing. Now you're you're it's not reduce, reuse, recycle. It's reuse, recycle everything you create very pointed marketing that really touches people. Remember when I told you just a moment ago, the for example the introduction of of my book the leveraged business the the person who reads it from the get-go is like whoa how do you know me so well then as she goes and reads all eight of the chapters following the eight activators it it it, for the right person yeah brings her to want more to want to talk to to it gets her to get results in advance and that's what you want for all of your marketing. You want to leverage the the content creation, you want to leverage the delivery, and you want to leverage the fact that people will be able to use this for years to come. And this brings us back to, you're no longer as involved in the day-to-day operations of your marketing because everything is working for you. Mm -hmm. And if anything, I would want to say you're actually serving your clients and potential clients even better. Absolutely. Without question. So you've got the team, the systems, you've got your time back, you've leveraged your business model. You're now using leveraged, omnipresent, prolific marketing to be able to fill your new business model, whatever that is for you. Everybody's different. Yep. Now it's about putting on our big girl pants (laughs) and leveraging our accountability. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's usually like a uh uh-oh word for most people. But I will say that, yeah, the first few years of your business, you don't want to be held accountable, (laughs) right? You don't, you don't, it's like, no, all hands on deck, fly by the seat of my pants. I don't want to have structures. I certainly don't want to have people tell me what to do or be accountable for everything. And that got you to six figures or multiple six figures. Mm -hmm. And if you want to move you to seven, (laughs) right? Exactly. Exactly. So with the right accountability, you always know where you stand, always know how much you're making as it relates to your year end goal. So what we do is once a year, we do it with our members at the first week of January. We spend a half a day and we map out the entire year. What needs to happen yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily? And then there's course correction. There's um, accountability. All the team, however, you may have one person on your team in a part-time way. You may have six doesn't matter. Everybody starts to grow the business with you and for you. Mm -hmm. Up until now, the business owner is the one who is doing 
um, who is doing all of the slaying of the dragons, if you know what I mean. I, yeah. I'm going to go get the client. I'm going to go get the money uh, and all of then that. Then I'm going to fulfill upon it once I have the client. Then I'm going to go and do the billing on it after the client. Then I have to go and find another client. Yeah. Exhausting, right? Exhausting. And that's why most people are like, I, I don't even want to get to seven figures. That's the wrong approach at this stage of business. Yeah. At this stage of business, you hire team that are not people who slide in and out, clock in and out, fly under the radar. There are ways to hire people who are like, I want to help you grow your business. It's a certain kind of business owner, uh, a certain kind of employee that feels that's more entrepreneurial. Yes. There's a certain type of person, the way they're wired, that wants to be part of something bigger than themselves. They don't want to have their own business but they want to help you grow yours because you have shared the vision and the big why as to why Mm -hmm. and there's a way of training them and onboarding them and then holding them accountable where every week they are either going towards the year-end goal of your company or away from it Mm -hmm. and there are measures that you can put in place so that everybody knows what everybody else is doing. Now, some people hear this and say, but I I, I would feel bad having like everybody's results be, be open. And the person who doesn't want their results to be open is is exactly the person who should not be in your company. Exactly. Yeah, they're not a good cultural fit at all. Not a good, good, good cultural fit. And they're not interested in in that vision where you guys are all going mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and being part of something bigger than themselves there are team members when i share with the team it doesn't matter if you're writing copy uh doing events uh writing code customer service whatever you are changing women's lives radically on a daily basis because you work within bold heart and for them that's what they want Mm-hmm. They just want to put their head on the pillow at the end of the night and saying, I changed people's lives. Yeah. It didn't have to be my own thing. When you have those people and you have regular blips and people are held accountable, you will see that you're no longer waking up in November and being like, wait, so what? We're not, we're, we're not going to make our goal for the year? What happened? No, you know, on February 5th, and June 25th and October, you know exactly where you stand. Mm-hmm. Accountability is part of this growing up process. We teach this in year two because people aren't ready to hear it. In year yeah, five. they don't have the structure in place. They don't have that foundation, which if you go through the, the first team, couple. Yeah, exactly. If they don't yeah. have the team, the systems, that, et cetera. They're still too mired in the day-to-day yep. um, uh, operations. So once you have your accountability, then we switch into the fairy dust, which is where people come into our process never thinking they're going to change their industry. And if I tell them ahead of time, they'll be scared. <laughs> but it's about leveraging your differentiation. Mm, okay. If you look at a super successful companies, they are never commodities. Commodities are people, uh, are companies and people who, like if you say to me, Fabienne, do you have, 
who are your competitors? It might sound arrogant, but honestly, I would say I don't really have competitors because nobody does it exactly the way we do. And I'll explain in a minute why we why we do that. And you can be at a place where there is no other company. There's no it's either do I want to work with you or no? It's not like, oh, well, how are you different? I'm I'm not like them. So leveraging your differentiation is about uh, really embracing what makes you different mm -hmm. so that and applying this so that your clients get results they can't get um, elsewhere and they'll stay with you for years because they they get a feeling that they can't get elsewhere mm -hmm. so what happens is you are the, the way you do that is to practically guarantee results by having a certain process by which you take them to practically guarantee results uh, because you have set up an environment. It's not just here's the thing. You right. set up an environment so that they have to get results and then to provide a culture where they feel loved, seen, heard, significant. Because yes. people go and stay where they are loved. So if a client if all your clients are getting results with you that they wouldn't be able to get with anybody else and they feel what they can't feel sometimes even at home mm -hmm. they stay with you for years yeah and even if they leave to see if the grass is greener on the other side of the fence yeah there's a boomerang effect they come back so they stay for years if they leave they come back they refer others, they become raving fans, and they give you an unsolicited monopoly, like mm -hmm. you're the one for me. And one of the ways to do that is to create ascension also. Mm -hmm. It's not the one and done, one trick pony. You just, you create a lifestyle, uh, um, a life journey with you. Um, I dive more into that, into the book. And so in essence, you're not doing anything else like anybody in your industry it takes two days to start putting all the pieces in place but once you do you start to change your business so much that you're the black sheep in a sea of white sheep and you stand out in the best possible way and people are like that's the gold standard that's mm -hmm. world class this is who i'm going with and i'm staying with so you have all these things now. You've got the marketing, the accountability, the differentiation, and now it's about leveraging your lifestyle. And that looks, that sounds, you know, oh, what, what is, you know, leveraging your lifestyle? And it shows up two different ways. The first is understanding that the person who started the business should not be running the business. Mm -hmm. It is a myth. Most people should the last thing they should do is run their own business this is not something that we are taught when we first start our venture and it's because we are usually the idea filled visionary who doesn't dot the i's and cross the t's we are people who don't usually follow through on everything and even if we are wired to we shouldn't we should be focused on exponential growth as opposed to you know, uh, leading the team and making sure, you know, managing them and, and running the processes. That's not your unique brilliance. Right. Your unique brilliance is to grow your impact, to 
help more people to make a real difference in the world. And the only way you're going to do that is if you remove yourself even further from the day to day operations. So you do that and you think about it, the more you remove yourself from the day to day operations, the more you can use your time how you want. Yeah. So it's also looking at what does having it all mean to you as a business owner, especially as a woman? I'm I'm half French, half American, and I really believe in downtime. I really believe in lots of vacation. I really believe in pleasure and great food and great vacations and all that. And someone listening might not be even close to being French, but if I said you could have all this and a delicious life and only work two to three hours a day, take 14 weeks of vacation. That's how you do it by leveraging your lifestyle first with a second in command that mm. you trust. Yeah. Run the business for you. You're right there. And you keep, you only work on the things like you've now narrowed what you do so much that you're really only working two to three hours a day and enjoying either you can start up another seven figure business or you spend time doing exactly what makes your heart sore. And that's the eighth activator. And we're not prepared to do that in the first year because we have to put all the other things in place. But once you have this, put this, it usually gets implemented over the course of two years within the second or the third year, you get to a million depending on where you were when you started the process. And that is how you can be at seven figures or multiple seven figures with 14 weeks of vacation a year, working two to three hours a day, being you yeah. authentically. Yeah. That's how I, you do it. I love it. I mean, it literally is a path to a million dollars a year. It's so proven. it's proven and it's proven. Absolutely. And you have the track record and you have the women that are constantly staying with you and the ones that keep coming back and referring and so on and so forth. So I mean, Fabian, this has been amazing. Um, we can't get into much more because I know you've got to go and feed your babies and yes. you know go into the, the mompreneur that you are. But could you please share the book and how they can get the book and where they can dive into the eight things even further and really start this journey of what does it look like? for them to kind of shift their mindset and shift their business and, you know, get out of the overwhelm and go from six figures to seven figures. How do they do sure. that? Sure. So, so before, so it's called the leveraged business. Uh, it's the book with the yellow cover, um, how you can go from overwhelmed at six figures to reach seven figures and gain your life back. Now, before I tell you where to get it, you could go get it on Amazon and pay for it, but I want to give it to you for free. And people say, why are you giving this for free. Um, it, it took me eight years to to write it. And it's for me, uh, it's very clear. I see too many women struggling to figure out how to do this. Mm -hmm. And even when they get it, they don't know how to implement it. Yeah. And so I'm very, very transparent. I'm hoping that the right person, the right people read this. And even by chapters, like, two or three say, I love this. I, this makes sense. I realize there's a lot to put into place on my own and I want some help. And so I'm putting all of this out there 
uh, with the idea of extreme generosity so that people can get results in advance. And at one point she may just say, I want to talk to you about implementing right. this fully within yeah. your community with your coaching and all of that. So that's why I'm making it free. You can go get it at the leveraged business book.com the leveraged business book.com or you can even go to the website bold heart that's my company boldheart.com it's available there um and you know what if if you're on bold heart just for fun to stretch what you think is possible and perhaps normalize that you can be a woman at multiple seven figures um with your life back go check out the the, the member stories woman after woman after woman normal people that you wouldn't you would see them in the supermarket and be like there's no there's no way she's making a million yeah she's making a million she's working two to three hours a day and you would never know it read their stories allow yourself to be inspired allow yourself to stretch into believing like wait it happens for all of these hundreds of women maybe it can be for me too if i implement the process so that's boldheart.com i love it i love it can I share so, one more thing yeah please um if you go to youtube and you search boldheart business documentary there is a nine minute documentary about this process and again most women at one point or another over the course of the nine minutes has her eyes welled up in tears because there's truth spoken about how women grow businesses that they can't get in an overly male environment Bold mm -hmm. heart business documentary so those are my three resources <laughs> i love it i love it um oh my gosh fabian like dropping diamonds all over the place thank you so much for spending time with us today and giving of your amazing value and service and continuing to really create impact in the world because you have like the ripple effect times a million literally <laughs> <laughs> creating millionaires out there, which are allowing the ripple effects to continue even further. And I just want to say thank you for being that black sheep out in the world for all of us to really go, okay, Fabian's got something going on. She can support us. So y'all go to theleveragebusinessbook.com, pick up the book, go check out the documentary on YouTube and also head on over to the boldheart.com. I'm sorry, boldheart, not the boldheart, but boldheart.com and uh, check out everything that she's got going on. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I look forward to staying connected as well. Me too. Thanks, Shay. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. 
Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.